1: Welcome to the Junk Time AFL podcast, mid-December 2019, we're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who is to blame for the Silvani brothers drinking, it's Adam Rosenbachs.
0: Oh, g'day Michael, happy holidays to you and to everyone out there. It is a time to be festive and I thought, thought, you know what, these two brothers, they've been through a bit over the last uh, couple of weeks. Their, their dad's just lost his job. Lost his job. Public humiliation. He's and on I thought, struggle street. Him and he's Joe. On can, they can barely
1: rub two coins together. If it wasn't for the boys, they'd be destitute. I tell you what, they have to. They had to take out their shares in Chemist Warehouse just to kind of get by this Christmas. Yeah,
0: it's it's been tough. If you're thinking of donating to like the Smith Found, Smith Family Foundation mm-hmm. or the Salvos, mm-hmm. don't do that. Leave the presents at the Silvani household because. This is a family in need.
1: I've started to go find me. I have started
0: GoFundMe. go find me. Oh, good on you. That's very, very, very loyal of you. And you've always been a big fan of Sauce, right through right through the glory days. And, and you know, even that time when he, you know, he kind of cost the club a whole heap of draft <laughs> picks and stuff. Because, you know, he, he didn't get paid the cash that he wanted and he threw everyone under the bus. But that's fine. Forget about that. <laughs> don't worry about that. That's not the thing. So I thought... Do you a grudge, boys. Do you hold a grudge at all? No, no it's, not, no, it's not, mate, he's a, he's a fucking messiah, he is rebuilt, he has rebuilt this
1: list, we got to 16th this year, Michael No, nah, mate, 15th next year for sure, and then after that, maybe 17th, and then maybe 15th again, but then maybe 18th, but then maybe 9th, and then maybe 13th, and then maybe 14th, and then maybe 11th, but yeah, no, it's going great
0: Mate, I heard a 9th in there, <laughs> <laughs> I heard a 9th and if I'm team going to gets done that.
1: for drugs, you guys are making finals Exactly, we can do it um, so
0: their dad lost their job, and I said to Ben and uh, Jack, uh, the boys, the Surawani well, boys, I said, "Fellas, you look a little down in the dumps. Absolutely, let's go to a music festival." Yeah, and they said, "Mate, we're injured." I said, "No one cares about that shit." I said, "You know what's good for a uh, sore hamstring?" He's a box of (laughs) goon. If you and he said, uh, Jack said, you know, I've got ankle issues. I said, mate, you won't. We'll be on the. You'll be crowd surfing the Mm -hmm. whole time. It won't Mm -hmm. even bother your ankle. And so I uh, took them to a uh, music festival. They had a couple of froths. Couple of froths, and they got in trouble. And I, I, like, I'd even tried to disguise it. I had them drinking out of uh, paper cups, like uh, you know the things that you get like a
1: box of chips in. Oh, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, okay, you know, you yeah. You buy chips. the chips, empty it out, put the goon in, there you go. Yeah,
0: yeah. And so I had them drinking out of that. So I didn't think people would notice that. And, um, yeah, they got they got done. They had to meet the leadership group, mm. led by co-captains Patrick Cripps and Sam Doherty,
1: and they've had to go back and train with the VFL team. They have to go back with the two. So one of them had to go back for the VFL team for four times. And yes. And Ben had to go back twice because I think Jack might have a strike already against him. Is that right? Yeah, I think he might have done something in the past. He's trouble, prob- acting. And that was probably your fault as well, I imagine.
0: Well, yeah, th- we won't go into that one because it's still before the courts. But the fact that, I mean, the fact that Jack <laughs> is training, or Ben is training with the uh, VFL
1: team, you go, yeah, but that's who he plays for. I was going to say, like, isn't this like just going back to your regular team? Like, this is really <laughs> yeah, a exactly. punishment. This is like, hey, guys, uh, by the way, uh, you're training with the uh, the Northern Blues next week. And they go, oh, yeah, cool, okay. <laughs> oh, a, a, wait. Is that a punishment? Oh, oh okay. <laughs> oh, 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 that shit, no. Uh, oh, oh, I'm in big trouble now. Yeah,
0: did you read? Uh, there was an article about Sauce that uh, a couple of the sledges that the brothers have copped have used, or that particularly Jack, uh, Ben got? Uh, in like online or in real life? No, no. Or? In real life at a game, uh, one player, so this, so this was said to Ben Silvani when he was playing in the for the Northern Blues. Uh, one person said, How are you so tanned because you're in. I mean, you spend so much time in your father's shadow.
1: That's fucking awesome, and uh, congrats, how good is that? Congratulations on you for thinking that up. That should yeah. be on a banner. How good is it? Good is it? I was <laughs> impressed by that one, and the other one, which I think is a lot more
0: hurtful. Someone said to Ben, "You're a shitter football than your brother." Oh fuck! <laughs> how brutal is that? You're like, oh mate, come on.
1: I mean, I'm, I mean, it's true, and that hurts. I remember a, a uh, insult years ago when I uh, was a goalie for the international rules. Oh, yeah. And this is more a cute story as opposed to like a funny one. So, you know, probably skip forward on the podcast if you guys want to. But uh, it was... Uh, I think most people do that when you begin an anecdote. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they were talking about he was goalie and he kept on yep. missing the shots. Like the people having shots ah. at goal and he kept on missing. And so there were kids behind, the Irish kids behind, and they kept on calling him sausage sausage. They knew he was called sausage. And then after the training session, he eventually became silly sausage. And so those little Irish kids were going, oh, silly sausage. Oh, silly sausage. Hmm. Anyway, um, kids grew up to um, be terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, a, it's amazing how all your
0: anecdotes ends with... <laughs> and then they grew up to be terrorists. Yeah, they have very serious bombings around uh, Belfast. But yeah, no, no, yeah. no more yeah, more it, more It's fine. It's been a tumultuous time down at Carlton. There's been a lot going on. Like it, You can tell it. there's just no news. So as soon as something happens, like the fucking... They've gotten rid of SOS, and then uh, Carlton had a, uh, an online members forum, which didn't
1: go down as well as they would have hoped. People wanted answers. And I think because they went the angle of the conflict of interest. I think that might have been the problem in that yeah, they... So
0: if, you, if you're not familiar with it, yeah, they said that because Jack and Ben are on the list, mm-hmm. that SOS would sit out of the meetings when you know they were talking about that. And they were like, well, we
1: can't have a list manager not sitting in on all the meetings. Yeah. Which is kind of... It makes sense. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You're right, yeah. And so I think people aren't happy with that. And when you think about, like, when you see the articles about the proper inner workings, where it seems to be your CEO has kind of taken control a bit more, and yeah. and Matt LeBlanc has been pushed a bit to the outside, I reckon. Do you think Kane Little's going for the – he's running the shop, you reckon? I reckon he might be, actually, and he's doing a fantastic job, doing a fantastic job. You guys are – the green shoots that are coming through. But, yeah, I reckon – I reckon – He's taken over And I reckon Matt. LeBlanc I know you spring. mock
0: But Carlton have Gotten rid of They've made a Massive profit uh, They've got the Highest membership ever And we signed the Biggest sports uh, deal Apparel deal In
1: the country Oh really And, and with Jagged I imagine Yeah yeah Absolutely yeah Who players, did, are, What did you sign sports. What's the deal I think we were Puma Yeah okay Yeah uh, yeah, so, things, so I reckon I reckon what's well happened Cal- is that uh, Kane's taken over, Matt lullabong has been pushed aside, and so yep. Kane and Sauce didn't get on, and so they said, "Get out of here, mate." Well, because because
0: I think it was uh, it was Kane Little who wanted Brandon Ellis. He like took him through a tour of of uh, Princess Park, and and Sauce was like, "We don't fucking want Brandon Ellis." Yeah, yeah. And so that everyone
1: is, thought he was going to go to Carlton, and ended up at the Gold Coast. That is very weird, though. Like if. if you don't have that kind of communication level where you bring in players into the club and everyone's yeah. like, w- wh- wh- "Why is he here?" Oh, I just thought yeah. he could play for us next year, but we yeah. haven't uh, talked about this at all. Yeah, yeah, no, it's pretty, it's pretty fucking weird. Yeah, anyway, Dusty, just come out, come around for a tour, um, and you know, just think about it, mate. Mate, if it's Dusty, you're okay with it. Brandon Ellis. There was um, a, a nice little message that uh, Daisy Thomas left on his locker. When he left. He's a, fucking, he's a fucking legend, isn't he? He actually turned, he, uh, he, he, The charm offensive, I think, since he retired has been quite remarkable.
0: Well, I think uh, you kind of all, always knew it, but he can let loose now. And I think he's going to be actually really good in the media.
1: Yeah, I actually would be really keen for him to get picked up by Network next year to uh, yeah. do his comments. Because when he did them in the, when he, in the final few weeks, he was actually top-notch. Yeah, no, he's really good. He's very articulate, and he's you know he's funny. He's a, he's a cheeky character. They're talking about him going into the jungle for *I'm a Celebrity, to Get Me Out of Here* as well.
0: Oh, okay. So there you go. So he'd be on
1: breakfast radio next year. Well, probably. Yeah. I mean, that's mm. the little thing. Like, you will get a cheeky payday out of that, and you know, you kind of if you can play that well, you do come out and get a gig. What uh, about
0: Rosie, Rosie and Daisy in the morning?
1: Yeah, I'd listen to that. Would you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't wake up for it, I'd but get the podcast. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, that's all right, mate. It's the best bits. So here we go. We've got the message on the locker. I'm just getting the uh, article up now. So basically, uh, he wrote a message
0: inside the locker door to the, the new number 39 at Carlton.
1: And I also imagine 39 probably isn't a very popular number, like at any team, by the fact, you know, t- numbers don't really go that high, do they?
0: Uh, not really, although Carlton, you know, had Kuda was 43, Ange Christa was 39, so there was kind of, you know, there's has been some storied players wear 39 at Carlton.
1: And he's written this on the locker. A few things to remember. Number one, hard work beats talent. Yeah. Finish that. Finish that, mate. Yeah, okay, then we'll talk about it. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. See? Inspirational. Yeah, okay, I like that. No, I like that one. I, I, I was going to get Naki by the fact... Uh, it was like, you know, if you work hard, you get stuff. And so I go, nah, that's actually not true. Anyway, we'll move on. Hard work. Oh, you, 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 when you disagree with that? No, I agree, you,
0: you, I agree
1: with that version of it. But when people yeah, just yeah, go work hard, I don't, I
0: don't agree with that. Are you trying to say that you've worked hard and you are fucking nowhere in your
1: life? Is that where this is going? I'm, I'm talking to you on a podcast. <laughs> uh, number two, support charities. <laughs> just don't drink wine at charity events. Trust me. Little cheeky oh. one. Oh, so he's fucking having a dig. He's having a dig
0: at the blues. He's fucking going, hey, hey, you fucking, I just had two wines and they
1: fucking, they suspend me. They're fucking dogs. <laughs> uh, number three, when in doubt, pull out the torp. I like that one. I like yeah. that one. That's classic Daisy right there.
0: It is classic. You know, he's, he's, uh, there's some, some sage advice, bit of fun,
1: and then, you know, a bit of a cheeky, bring, kick out, bring talk. All the very best. Much love. But he's, the thing I find interesting, though, actually, he's written a, quite a large part of the the locker door. Yeah. Not leaving much room for other, other people to write. So the next 39 who might come along, who might be a gun, but having been picked up by sauce, probably won't be. Ah, Check your <laughs> dig from Chamber. Uh, doesn't have much room to, to write on the door as well. But having said that, you know, you, you might be in a new a new location by then. You know, in, in 15 years time, you might be at another location somewhere and maybe take over the... You take over the whole uh, Royal Parade kind of area outside of the Princess Park.
0: But I also don't think that anyone else
1: would write on the locker doors, would they? This would be the first time that someone's written something. I reckon it might be the first time I've seen something like this, yeah. It'd be kind of cool, though, wouldn't it? Though Getting your number on the locker, that'd be kind of cool. Well, how many games do you have to play to get that? Is it usually 100? I feel like it's 100. I feel like it's 100, yeah.
0: Fuck, you'd be disappointed if you played 99 games for a club and you don't get your name on the locker door. Like, that's... You've done pretty. You've done four seasons. Four you've and a half enough. seasons. And then you think yeah. about
1: the number of twos plays, uh, twos games you probably played as well.
0: Yeah, it's very disappointing.
1: Hey, uh, big news about halftime, Adam. It's going to be shorter, Michael. And I don't know if I don't know if we're ready for that as a nation. It's gone from twenty minutes now. Were you aware that it was twenty minutes? I probably, if I had to guess, I reckon
0: I would have said it was either fifteen or twenty.
1: Yeah, I, it's gone to fifteen now. But I, I oh, I, what? I know, I know. Mm. I initially thought it was fifteen. I thought the halftime yep. break was fifteen. I didn't know. I didn't know it was twenty. And so there's a lot of conjecture about people. I bet people talking about you know, do we do? Uh, they want to make it even shorter. They want to make it ten. I think at one stage. Well, 10's just. Way too short. I imagine so. But they people kicked off, they're like, do we do the Little League? and Can we fit them in in that 10? Then they're like, oh, mm. we should do Little League before the game. And that probably isn't a great one for the kids by the fact that, you know, the the ground will be empty because they have to get the players out to do warm-up, you know, probably 40 minutes before the game. and Oh, so, that's a really good point. Yeah. So it was a little bit about the Little League. And, and I love... I love yelling at the little league kids. too. I love saying, "You know, why are you so tanned? Because you've been in your dad's shadow your whole life." <laughs> yeah, mate, it's good to get into their heads early. You know, when a kid misses a goal, shanks it, I'm I'm first one to get into him because it improves them as a player. Okay, mate, they take
0: it. They take your advice on board.
1: What do you reckon? So, 20 to 15, are you fussed by that? People talked about, oh, well, how I can am. you go and get a beer and get a pie and go to the toilet in 15 minutes, blah, blah, blah. It, it,
0: it does put pressure on that. I will always go to the bathroom before the break hits, so I will head... I mean, I'm you know, the last couple of years, I haven't been there for halftime most games anyway. Yeah, sure, you've Carlton, been out
1: halfway through the second.
0: Yeah, well, Carlton's down by... We haven't kicked a goal to half time. There's not a lot of point in hanging around <laughs> after that, Michael. But... I, I always go before the siren goes because everyone waits till the siren goes and then gets up to go to the bathroom, which I think is ridiculous. But also, at the start of the third quarter, most of the seats aren't full. Yeah, like it takes people drift back through there. So fifteen minutes is going to make it almost impossible to get
1: done what you need to do. But if we talk about also, if it's a toilet-based issue, mm. the men's toilets are a you know rotating circle. They kind of just you know go in and out pretty quickly. The women's the toilets urinal. are the ones like the people lining yeah. up for a good bunk, uh, bunch of time. So this is a gender issue, Adam.
0: Well, it is actually. Yeah, it's a very good point. I, I'm glad you raised it. But like, if the, if you say at uh, well a grand final or a dream time game or Anzac Day or something, if you're a girl going to the bathroom at halftime, you're not getting it done. I don't reckon you're getting it done in 20 minutes if yeah. you are at the back yeah. of that queue. So I think you need to actually, on bigger games, marquee games, halftime should be like, Forty-five minutes, forty-five to an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Till the last lady goes out and says, "Yep, we're, I'm, we're all good. We're clearing here.
1: Let's go." And that way, it empowers the the ladies to they've got control of it. Maybe that's a good point, actually. Maybe we should only start the game again until everybody's back in their seat. So all the people that go, "Yeah, I just want to have a go, a few beers, you know, yeah. have a few froths with my with with, with the, the boys." With the boys, yeah, from the, the old boys. Yeah, have a few frosts and then eventually, you know, with that might bleed out to like an hour and a half or so. And then whatever eventually there's like, you know, a dude in a blue coat, whatever, just going, come yeah. on guys, you know, you're wrapping up, you're wrapping up. And then they yeah. go, you know, radio through to the the big wigs and say, okay, mm. everyone's back in their seat, <laughs> off we go. Great, it's perfect. Can you imagine if
0: it was say an hour and a half, half time, can you imagine Oblivious Cam? They could get out to like <laughs> an hour twenty, an hour twenty-one. Someone's just fucking not, you know, doing a Sudoku. They're not paying attention.
1: Well, that's the thing. We we must forget like the halftime entertainment. Apart from the little league, the mm. uh, bongo cams of this world, the Oblivious Cams yeah. of this world, the little sack sp- races, the little sprints they're now doing around the yeah around the thing. Like I mean, we could get like four or five sprints in for sure. Yeah, get you know an hour twenty of bongo cam. Who doesn't love bongo cam? Well, you could get a band out. And play a full set. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, get so you. So Elton
0: John, Elton John's in Australia at the moment. He comes out. Say we don't make it a big deal just for grand final day. you got an hour and a half ago, Elton. Fucking give us the hits, mate.
1: Oh, i tell you who would uh, happily show up uh, during a half-time to do an hour and a half set. Uh, one, Mr. Mike Brady. Imagine oh. that, Mike Brady at every game, every week, all eight games. He's just like, yep, sweet. I'm there. I'm done. I'm going to play an hour and a half. Oh, what's that? You want me to play up there because I 12 times. Done. <laughs> I'm free. I'll do it for a free meal. I'll be fine. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, he's good like that. Mate, shit's going on at Essendon. A lot of trouble. I think, a lot of problems. I think they've made a... Uh, you know, you, you just wonder, like, who's running the club down there. You I'm do. not an Essendon supporter. Do, and yeah. I, I hate their guts. But I just... I am bothered... Um, I think they've pulled the wrong rein on mm-hmm. this one. They've gotten rid of their esports team, and I just think big mistake. I would have got rid of the football team before I got rid of the esports team. You know, what absolutely. I'm saying
1: absolutely, absolutely. I mean, to me, Essendon is more an esports team than a football team. As soon as they signed up and bought that team, like,
0: well, yeah, I'm, I'm the same as you. As soon as you hear Essendon, you think, oh, is this about esports? Yeah, and they go, no, no, they're talking about um, Dyson Heppel's, you know, injured. Oh, fuck, I thought they were going to tell me that, you know. Um, some nerds hurt his finger.
1: For sure. I drove past um, uh, Windy Hill with my dad. Uh, oh, yeah? Yeah, not too long ago. And he and he said, he talked about back in the 70s when he'd go down to Windy Hill to watch the Hawks Nest and he said, I tell you what, it was amazing watching the esports guys. Play Pong. Yeah, playing Pong, you know, Fortnite. He said it was Don- incredible, you know. Donkey Kong. But they, they, they talked about, is it like a, they're not making money? or is said, okay, here we go. He say well, and they only gave it two years. I mean, come on, it's just not you gotta you gotta
0: commit to esports.
1: So they coming after twelve months. They delisted their entire roster for falling short of expectations. Mm. That's awesome. It, because they in the
0: they were shit house in the League of Legends Oceanic Professional League.
1: Ah oh, mate, but I mean you've you've got to. I mean that's a tough league, too. <laughs> that is. Oh, the,
0: the, the League of Legends Oceanic Professional League. Yeah, that's, I, I, I mean, mean
1: that's 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 a who's who of esports right there.
0: Oh, the LLOPL. Uh huh. Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. People love that. Um, it's it's probably my favorite league. I,
1: I find it interesting. Like, the, like, how do you tell these people? Like, you kind of bring them in the room and be like, "Oh, look, we're you yeah. know delisting you." Like, is it done? Like, is it done like an AFL team? You know, when they bring you in the meeting, and the coaches are there. And they say, look, you know, we talked to Fitzy about this. We talked to Dan Donati about this And way back in the archives. They bring yeah. you into the meeting. They kind of talk you through it. Like, what are you bringing And you bring in, like, you know, this 17-year-old? Okay, let's face it. Fucking nerd. <laughs> 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 they say, look, man, it's, uh, it's not working out. And do you think they cracked it, too? How awesome oh, would yeah. it be if a fucking eSports team cracked it? Yeah. They're chucking just, just chairs. Look, yeah. They're going, oh, They're, man. Oh, this isn't worth the, the $15,000 you're paying me over the year.
0: Yeah, no, no, they, they get in there and they encrypt all their files and stuff so they can't get back into it.
1: <laughs> yeah, sure, they hack in and like send yeah. the, mem- the members porn and shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they do. What's it called when you uh,
1: get the SWAT team around? Uh, dox people. Oh, Yeah, awesome. they do- <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool they're doxing Xavier yeah. Campbell. Yeah. Actually, unfairly. I reckon they're probably <laughs> worried about that. Like, Xavier Campbell's probably in there saying, guys, you know, we're not doing it next year. And then... He comes home and, like, then the SWAT team rocks up. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, this isn't Stephen Dank related again, is
0: it? And they're oh, like, no, mate. No, oh, doxing You've been would be so much fun. You'd be docs. Oh, I reckon the way that they probably sacked them is just they came in and they just changed the Wi-Fi password on them. <laughs> And they freaked out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're like, "Hey, I can't get online. They're like, exactly, mate, now fuck off. Yeah,
1: hear that, nerds? You're nerds. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Danky, mate. Dankey. Ah, oh, Stephen Dank. You Can't keep the man out of trouble. So he has been charged up in the Northern Territory. And do you know how hard it is to get
0: charged with anything in the Northern Territory? It's fucking lawless up there, Michael.
1: That's a really good point. And also I find it really interesting that Dankey has ended up in the Northern Territory. Like, obviously it's the place you go when you're on the run from something. Okay, it may not be a crime, but you are on the run from something. Like we've we've done shows up, you know, way up north and the like. And you go, everybody here is hiding from something.
0: Everyone here is hoping not to be recognised.
1: Yes, yes, they've got yeah. a fake name. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, amazed yeah. that Danky actually kept his real name. <laughs> I know, but they've got a fake name. They've 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 sh- they've shaved their head or something. They've got mm. a, you know distinguishing features kind of changed because they they don't want to be recognised by law enforcement. Uh, a wife, a husband, <laughs> a Children father. Children seeking alimony. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So it says it, it relates to his brief period of employment at Darwin's Ageless Health Clinic. I wonder why it would have been brief. Would it have just been like, oh, he's got the job done. Off you go, you. It would have been like, mate, I don't think you can do that, sir. And he's like, no, no, no. It's totally legal. I did it heaps in Melbourne. And he goes, have you heard of this in football club? They're like, no. He goes, great. Don't Google it. Um, I am very good at my job,
1: and he has been charged with causing serious e- serious harm, reckless, mm-hmm. endang- re- reckless endangering serious harm, and fraud. Well, two levels of serious harm. Yeah. So uh, I, I can't really speculate, uh, you yeah, know, because um, it's uh, been before um, the courts. But it's in the courts. But um, I also love the idea. Of Danke showing up for the job interview, so <laughs> yeah. Darwin's Ageless Health <laughs> Clinic, Northern Territory, yeah. put an ad yeah. in the paper or something, put an ad yeah. online, and yeah, absolutely, like, and 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 you know he keeps in with like uh, a doctor ageless, like that kind of you know theory. Man, he knows what he's doing. He knows how to keep people young. And we can help you out. We can pop you, you know, pop, pop stuff in, yeah, you, you know, legal and all that kind of stuff. And I and I and it's a completely normal thing. Like you know, if 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 it's completely legal and you want to get a bit of a boost of you know. Vitamins, whatever, you know, help with sleep, whatever, you know, building yep. muscle, whatever. You know, if it's a bubble, that's all fine. You want tan, you want the melatonin injections mm. like Hurdy had. But then, Stephen Dank walks into your clinic for the job interview. Yeah. And this is like 2017 17, when he is doing yeah. this uh, job. So what, 2013 yeah. was when the Bombers got done. Yeah. Danky has been in the paper for four years pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And also Northern Territory a football area. Yes,
0: so, and and the guy's got like a bit of a scar across his front yeah, from when he got shot in the bullet, head <laughs> where bullet grazed it. <laughs> oh please sir, come in. Um what's that on your head? Oh no, nah, nothing.
1: Don't about it. Bullet. And so Danky okay. wanders in and at no stage do you kinda go hmm. <laughs> I mean you've gee, Danky, you've you've got a big gap in your C V from like yeah. twenty thirteen to twenty seventeen. Oh, just travelling. Yeah, I just traveled a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's
0: a couple of gap years.
1: Yeah, I mean I mean I could show you my C V but it disintegrated. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> That's right. a lot of the evidence at Essendon that I said disintegrated. Yeah. Yeah. But now they talk about that maybe if they get him on the stand, they can probe him about Essendon because he never wanted to talk about, like he never actually officially talked about this kind of stuff. So they reckon they can get him on the stand and they maybe actually find out what the real go was. Well, and if I know Stephen Dank, yeah. we're going to find out what the real go was.
0: Well, that's the thing. He's got all the answers. He just he just wants someone to ask him, and they just have refused to ask him the questions, which is a shame.
1: So, Danky is going to have a good time for the next few months. Uh, Lacoste's at the Gold Coast, mate. Jack lacocious So, he signed on. He was one of the young stars to sign on
0: um, and extend his uh, run at uh, the Gold Coast Suns, which are actually doing quite well because they got Ben King, and uh, Isaac Rankine to sign on. So they're, they're kind of building a bit of a culture there that's saying, we want to stick around.
1: And now, obviously, they get the one and two in the draft. Apparently, they were uh, our best friends. Uh, yeah, I heard rumours. And also, yeah. can we give a quick uh, pump-up to Craig Coombs and all the people who uh, messaged Craig after his draft preview? And he got another 8 out of 10, I think we're right. 8 out of 10, he did. Yeah, He fucking yeah. nailed it. Yeah. He really fucking nailed it. Yeah, so much love to Craig and all the um, yes. all the do to um, sent messages to him after the uh, the uh, his uh, predictions. But Kane Corns has had a crack at Lacocious. Now that doesn't sound like the Craig Corns I know. No, no, that's very true. He just he decided he'd stick his head out of the
0: out of the foxhole for this one.
1: For me, he always feels like a guy straight down the line, just playing a straight yeah. bat. Doesn't want to ruffle feathers. Just wants to kind of be you know an observer as opposed to yeah, yeah, yeah. Sit on the fence. But how did Cracker Likotius for signing up at the Goldie? Well, basically because Jack Likotius is really good friends with Connor Rosie, who was at Port
0: Adelaide. And he basically said, that because I think they travelled together through Europe because they're mates, that um, Connor Rosie, when he's in Adelaide, he, you know, gets recognised, gets stopped going out for tea. And Likotius like, I don't want that in my life. Yeah. I like it up on the Gold Coast. I'm fucking... I'm like... I'm like everyone in Darwin, I'm fucking anonymous. And Kane Corns is arced up saying that means he doesn't take his footy seriously because he doesn't want to be recognised while he's out and having dinner.
1: Well, he put forward the argument that he won't get the best out of himself by the fact he won't be at a good team. So it's a a, a unique argument. It is. One I haven't heard before, but he's saying, yeah. So just because you don't want to kind of be recognised means you don't, Want to be the best player that you can, but he also Absolutely. said. But he also said, uh, well, the theory being, he go to Adelaide or Port Adelaide, yeah, two teams who are you know mid level. Mm. Therefore, are you going to be the best player that you can <laughs> possibly be? Well, that is very true. He says, Kane Corn
0: says, I just think it's very easy for these youngsters to hide up there on the Gold Coast for four, six, seven years of their career. Wait a second, yes. is it
1: four or six or seven?
0: Well, it's up to them, isn't it? Well, give know, me, give me a number, Kane. Yeah, uh, no, he doesn't. He doesn't want to. Doesn't want to lock someone down. You know, that's what he's good like that. Like four says, and
1: six and seven are quite different in terms of football. Like,
0: well, true. If you've got a seven-year career, I reckon that's pretty good. Yeah,
1: for sure. And, and you know, four years like what year, you're like 18, years, 19, you were, you like You come back four years, at twenty-three, and then you come name. back at twenty-five or whatever. Like it's twenty-eight.
0: Yeah. Anyway, you don't even get your name on a locker. Uh, he says, "Yes, they'll make great money, but to play for a poor club and not have the career you thought you could get." So he's basically saying
1: that because he's at the Gold Coast playing for a shit club, that Jack Krakos just can't be a good footballer. It's all over. He fucking should retire. But could he be a massive fish in a small pond? How about that?
0: Well, you know what? Because we, c- we just haven't seen it yet. But if the Gold Coast Suns are up and about, yeah. I reckon they'll start getting recognised. Like, if they're making finals and Metricon, or, sorry, the bomb shelter is going crazy and... You know, people are wanting to go to the games. I reckon he will start getting recognised.
1: Well, we talked about it with Coombsy the last time we did a pod too. Like, he talked about, like, they've got about six or so of the best draftees going around. And if they can mm. keep them, like, what a core. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They, they should become, it Look, they're looking like they're going
0: to become an okay team if they can get it all happening. And should we choose the man?
1: And they could also be that team as well where, a bit like maybe Hodge or Birchall and the like, where they go, and they, they did chase Burgoyne. Um, during the off-season. Yeah. But they could be that team where they go, oh, we'll get that, you know, dude who's won two, three flags to come back and do one yeah. or two years at the end of the career to kind of, you know, start teaching people. And, and also, it kind of works the other way. If you're also that Melbourne dude or Adelaide dude or Perth dude who's been walking around for 10 years, been recognised and annoyed all the time, if you can go yeah. back to the Goldie where you don't get hassled every five seconds, you go, fuck, that's pretty appealing. Well, it is. And
0: also, you talk about that seasoned, um, you know, Veteran that they want. I guess they kind of got that a little bit with Brandon Ellis. He's a two-time Premiership player. He's the one that kind of started that culture thing down at Richmond. So, they're on the right fucking track, Michael. Get on board, the Gold Coast Suns. Fuck you, Cain Corns.
1: Are we maybe predicting Gold Coast 2020, do you think?
0: 2021.
1: 2021, okay. 2021. A Gold Gold Coast Carlton uh, Grand Final. Ah, it's good to live in your fantasy world. Uh, (laughs) So, goal challenges, mate. So goal well, review think, challenges.
0: Yeah, I don't think there's enough goal reviews at the game at the moment, so they're going to make it like an NFL because remember there was that one in the prelim, the prelim which yeah. was should have been touched but was given a goal and they're saying that now the players or the would it be the, the players would be able to do it they'd have up to 3 challenges per half or a game or whatever it is like the review system.
1: Yeah, so it's not official yet. I think the I think like a, a group of rule makers are going to be meeting kind of maybe even this week to kind of talk it okay. over. Okay. Uh, they're working. They're working late in the year. I know. They talk about the average challenge being twenty eight seconds, and then if there is the challenge rule, then it might blow it out to about a minute. Do you, I don't really okay. find much of a problem with the time that it takes. I don't really have too much of a problem because I'm already. I've, I use that twenty eight seconds to go out to the toilet and buy a pie and a drink, yeah, and yeah, then no. come back. I'm very it's quick good at timing. It.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think it's that issue. I think we're more worried about them getting it fucking right. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, and, and they also talked about like an honesty kind of system, in a way. But if a player goes, I did touch that, that way they can challenge. I don't think it'll be in the hands of the coaches. I don't think they have the authority to do that.
0: Well, also, it'll be too far away. from I suppose if the coaches hit a button and like a red light went off and they went, oh, it's a coach's challenge. But uh, I think get the actual system right before first before we start fucking reviewing it. I think the point would be to get the fucking...
1: Cameras, right? Like, yeah. I mean, I know we don't have the money of the NFL, but the NFL crystal clear slow motion. But even if you looked at that prelim footage last year, like you go, oh, mm. you could you could still have it half each way, you know? Yeah. Like you see this kind of blurry image of kind of fingers going back. So I think it's more a case of like, can we get the fucking cameras? Can we? Uh, Why don't uh, we just? Scrap the whole review system. Go back to what we had, and if it does
0: cost someone a grand final, which is always people's fucking issue, it
1: costs you a grand final. Bad so life, be it. So be yeah. it. And if it's coming, oh, it, that's well. fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's hopefully, it will have a good team. Go back to everything old school. We go back to the umpires wearing the white hat and the white coat. One umpire. Yep. Yep. Yeah. One umpire. Um, mm. No um, out of bounds on the full. Oh, um, you get on that back. Take yeah, away f- the centre square. Fifteen metre penalties.
0: Yeah, I love it. Elephants on the field at all times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you have a (laughs) half time dart.
1: Uh, We've got a football in real life here, Adam. Here we go. Hey, before we do, though, we should give a pump up for your book, mate. It's Christmas.
0: Yes, if you're thinking about what you want to get the fam for Christmas, get him, uh, get him a cheeky Paris and other disappointments available at all good bookstores. And still, the audio book is not out yet. I'm fucking annoyed. I was hoping it would be out by Christmas, but it's not looking like he, uh, likely. I think it's going to be more uh, early in the new year.
1: And you have done it already?
0: Yes, yes. I've recorded it, so it is ready to go. They just said there was some trouble with getting it up on Audible or something like that, so I'm... I'm annoyed and I'm waiting, but the book is out there in the bookstores or you can download it on your Kindle or whatever, however you read it electronically.
1: And what's the process of doing the audiobook? How long would it take?
0: Uh, I think it took me like three and a half days. You read read about 80 pages in a day. It's just a slow and you, you read for about three or four hours and your voice starts to go and it's a horrible process. And Horrible.
1: do they put little sound effects and stuff on it, like in terms of, like you know, once we got to Germany and you hear this, you know,
0: no, that would be annoying, I reckon. Mhm. <laughs> okay. It's not a gotcha call, mate. I uh,
1: this like, uh, I'll, I'll give an unofficial, um, uh, unofficial football in real life from Charlie Clawson. Oh. Okay. Um, Who, you know, didn't email it in, but kind of texted me the other day. And he saw uh, Jagger Amira on a plane flying to Melbourne or flying Melbourne to Sydney. I'm not totally sure. The Hawthorne champion. He said, uh, I said, whatever you do, don't fucking touch him. And don't touch his beautiful face. And he said he was very handsome and that Mm. he initially thought he might have been an actor. And then he realised, oh, it's Jagger. Jagger Amira. There you go. (laughs) So here we go from Gibraltar. Um... Caught the Euro train from Paris to London last month. Oh. Uh, as we exited our carriage at St. Interna- Pancras. Pancras International Station in London, my wife tapped me on the shoulder and asked, Is that Toby Green? Uh, I was then proceeded to be hit in the face by a foot. <laughs> <laughs> I turned around expecting a bloke who sort of looked like him, but no, it was the real deal. I'd been lucky enough to get a grand final ticket and watch my beloved Tigers absolutely thrash the giant. Giants. So I'd been wearing my Richmond scarf and jumper around Europe. Sweet. No, he's uh, one of those people. I do love that stuff. I, I'm actually yeah, going. Yeah. I'm actually going to Europe in a week, and um, and I've I've kind of created a little pile in my you know living room of like stuff I need to pack just so I don't yep. you know, get ahead and don't forget stuff. And yeah. I've got my hawk scarf and I I mean I will need a scarf and I will need a beanie. And I'm like, do I go to the Hawthorne ones? Is that, is that weird? No. Can I get your yes. official... Is that weird if I do that?
0: Please don't do that.
1: Okay, okay. Please don't.
0: You know, I, I reckon there's nothing worse than, you know, you're in, like, the Sistine Chapel and then there's just some fucking idiot in a Collingwood jumper just <laughs> carrying on. And you're like, oh, that's right. We're Australian.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I won't do it. But cha, cha, Although,
0: Although, if you could get... A picture of you on a Hawthorne jumper on a famous bridge. Yeah. Somewhere. Okay.
1: Okay. Cool. Okay. What if that I that would take, be great? Okay, I'll take. Where, where are you going? Uh, you go to London. London, Venice, and Rome.
0: Venice, if you can get it over one over a canal.
1: Okay. Sure. Okay. So okay. In a horse I, jumper that would be great. After this, I go to cupboard. I'll grab my jumper, yeah. Um the one with Cyril written on the back, and I'll yes, grab the one my, you wore to the wedding. <laughs> I'll grab my I don't Wear it to a wedding. Okay, you wore not you weren't at a wedding. mate. Let's clarify this, okay? Our good friends Andy Ma, Andy Ma, everyone knows Andy Ma, Emma Rice yep. from the Outer yes. Sanctum, okay? Um, Emma said Carlton lost the Hawthorn the day before, and she said to me and my friend Declan, friend of the show, Declan Fay, said, mm. "Can you bring your Hawthorn jumpers and put it on at some stage during the reception?" And so, and it wasn't like a classical reception of sit down tables. it was like finger food, dance floor, all that kind of stuff. It was awesome, most awesome wedding. And yeah. so, at about you know I don't know midnight or whatever. My friend Declan and I put on the Hawthorne jumper and and essentially just to kind of tease Andy Marr, okay? Yeah, sure. And then we went More and then we went to Logie's after parties and we, we, we got a photo of Kerry O'Brien and we pulled his hair just to make sure it wasn't a wig. <laughs> <So> <laughs> really? That's the life I lead. Oh, fucking rebel. Anyway, back to this story. Toby Green. Place. Uh uh, but unfortunately, I didn't have any of these in front. Oh, he, uh, Richmond Scarf and Jumper around Europe. But right. fortunately, I didn't have either of these on in front of Toby. Oh, the, the PTS would have been enormous. Yeah, no, he would have snapped him. I then noticed two more familiar blokes. Um, Steven Coniglio and Jagger Amira. I speak of the devil. The double Jagger. Hmm. Um, I said hi to the boys and they looked pleased to be recognised in London. I think you would be kind of happy with that. Yeah, I reckon. And yeah, you'd be like, that's pretty cool. Walking around London, I reckon you're thinking there's a pretty good chance I'm going to be recognised, if I'm, if I'm high enough profile.
0: Well, yeah, particularly, yeah, if you head down Earl's Court or, you know, Shepherd's Bush, you're yeah. going to get noticed. Or if you just
1: head into a bar. There's an Australian yeah. behind the bar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah
0: if, if you go to the, um, what's that shit Aussie pub? The Oh, um, uh, like the Walkabout or whatever? Walkabout, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so that was a fucking, oh my God.
1: Yeah, those horrible places, which actually sounds not right. These days to call it walkabout. Go in there
0: for yeah. going there for a fosters.
1: Yeah, I w- I, 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 w- I went to uni in London in about '98 for about half a year, and um and I remember about after about two three months, I um I was like, oh, I haven't really talked to any strains for a while, and so I went to a walkabout in one of the main areas, and just within like literally. Within two metres of walking through the door, I heard this, Oh, you fucking not you fucking cunt, you fucking cunt, you fucking cunt. I was like, oh, that's, a, that's, that's not what I wanted <laughs> no, to I've hear. D- I've missed Australia. <laughs> yeah, but I think I just watched a footy game or something and left. Um, anyway, excitedly, they asked, where are you from? And they were all slightly disappointed when I said Melbourne. Yeah. Uh, Toby said nothing and barely cracked a smile as the four of us took a photo together. The other two were much friendlier and asked how my trip was and wished me safe travels.
0: Very thoughtful people. So I, I reckon Stephen Canilio seems
1: like a ripping bloke. Yeah, yeah, made captain too. A lot of captain to the, uh, captaincy changes over the um, off season.
0: Yeah, we've had the Bont at at the uh, at the doggies. Yeah, and we've what, got what are the other ones?
1: The Eagles, and I can't remember who took over the Eagles. Oh
0: yes, um, that was um, not Gaff. The other one, Chewy, Luke Chewy's the captain there now.
1: Yeah, and at the Power as well, we've had a changeover from Coda yes, Coda one. It's Tommy... Is it Tom Jonas? Do you find that... Like, I find back if I looked into the 90s and 80s, I could name the captains of every team, but nowadays I can't name the captain of every team. I reckon
0: I could if we... If, you know, if I had to, I could name them now.
1: I'm not going to. You're not special. (laughs) Uh, P.S. My wife had used the cubicle on the train straight after Jager and said he'd left it. Clean and spotless. Okay. I don't, I don't know spotless. if I need to add that bit, but... <laughs> that that it, it, and I and think you would appreciate that. And right, I invited... Uh, I, I added a, um, a photo, too. Looking very uh, uh, very sick. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Hey, we are going to hit the road. We are Junk Timer for Pilot at Gmail on Twitter and the gram. Yeah. Have a uh, great and safe uh, holiday season, Junk
0: Timers. We love you. We'll miss you. And we'll be back early next year.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Lots to talk about. We're gonna hit the road. Oh, when, when do you when do you get back from uh, OS? Uh, Jan nine, I think. Hey, have a great trip, mate. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, definitely. I'll I'll try and take a snap on some kind of bridge. Yeah, yeah. Go Hawks. Go Blues.